Welcome to the Illuminated Word Podcast. Each day we'll look at a text from the weekly readings from the Westgate Church Bulletin. We will look at background material and also application of the text. So once again, welcome to the Illuminated Word Podcast. Our reading today comes from Mark chapter 9, verses 33 through 37. In this episode in Mark's Gospel, Jesus has done some pretty monumental things. Uh, To begin with, at the beginning of chapter 9, we have the Mount of Transfiguration. Jesus goes up on the mountain uh, with Peter, James, and John. He is transfigured. He becomes glorious, so we get a glimpse of the glory of Jesus, of what he once had with the Father. And we have a voice from heaven speaking the identity of Jesus Christ. We have Moses and Elijah showing up on the mountain. And a lot of people debate about why Moses and Elijah. It could be that that Moses would be uh, representative of the Torah, the first five books of the Old Testament, the foundational books. And then Elijah would represent the prophets. So you get the two major epics in Old Testament history right there on the mountain in symbolic form. And it's interesting that as soon as they come down from the mountain of transfiguration, we come in contact with this demon-possessed child. Uh, He has an unclean spirit, a boy, and his disciples could not cast the demon out. So we have this exaltation, this really high moment on the mountain, and they come down from the mountain, and there's real problems and real struggles. And really, that's kind of like our lives so many times that we have these spiritual highs and also just these uh, depths of lowness in our, in our walk with Christ. And what's interesting in, in, John, or, or in Mark chapter 9, Jesus foretells his death in verse 30. Now, our passage today picks up in verse 33. So right before we have this teaching on discipleship and servanthood and humility, Jesus predicts his death. In a span of just a few chapters, uh, well, really two chapters, Mark 8 through 9, Jesus predicts his death three different times and talks about uh, the humiliating way he's going to die. He's going to be delivered over to the Jewish authorities. And this would be hard for his followers to understand. So as we're thinking about this week, having the heart of a servant, being a follower of Jesus Christ and being humble and lowly in spirit, uh, we come to this passage Uh, hearing the words of Christ. Here he's had this exalted moment in the transfiguration, but now in verse 30 uh, through verse 32, he has predicted that he will die. He will be humiliated and and literally be a sacrifice for us. Um, So as we pick up in verse 33, that's the context. Now, just think about it. He's just told his followers he is going to die. And this is the argument that they're having. I'm going to read Mark 9, verses 33 through 37. This is the English Standard Version. And they came to Capernaum, and when he was in the house, he asked them, What were you discussing on the way? But they kept silent, for on the way they had argued with one another about who was the greatest. And he sat down and called the twelve, and he said to them, If anyone would be first, he must be last of all and servant of all. And he took a child and put him in the midst of them. And taking him in his arms, he said to them, Whoever receives one such child in my name receives me. Whoever receives me receives not me, but him who sent me. So we, we have this lesson that he teaches. They're going to Capernaum. They're on the way. You'll notice in Mark's gospel, that's a theme you'll see over and over again. They're on the way. Uh, but he goes into a house for, for private uh, teaching. This, this is a theme you'll see a lot, where when Jesus goes into a home, it's going to be a private teaching session for his disciples. And they don't want to tell Jesus what they've been talking about. And this just sounds a little bit humorous. Uh, because they don't want Jesus to know that they're arguing about who is going to be the greatest in the kingdom. They totally missed the point. Uh, they totally missed the point. Uh, Jesus is, is 
the self-sacrificial leader, and these guys are arguing about the pecking order, and they still have in view this mind of this messianic kingdom that will you know, take on the Roman Empire and be victorious, and so there's this leadership within that new kingdom that they're arguing about on the way. Who's going to be the greatest? And I just see the humor in this story that they don't want to reveal to Jesus what they've been talking about. It's embarrassing. And the object lesson that he gives them is he brings a child and he sits the child in front of him. Now, he's not talking about maturity here, being like an immature little child. In ancient society, children were on the lowest end of the social spectrum. That's really hard for us to understand today, the way we uh, have this society that dotes over children and, and just overshadows children. We have helicopter parenting and, you know, youth sports and travel ball and those kinds of things uh, rule the, the life of families today. That, that was the opposite in the ancient world. Children uh, could be seen, but they were to be silent. Uh, we think back just a generation ago, I think in my own experience, when you would go to church dinners and you'd have dinner on the ground or some type of potluck dinner, the elderly people always went first and children would tend to go last in line. And I think today that's, that's actually been inverted. But just imagine a society where children are on this lower end of the spectrum. So he's talking about lowliness. That's, that's the point here. So we have to be lowly. Now, we have this inverted kingdom, uh, this inverted values within the kingdom of God. Uh, you go and look at the Sermon on the Mount. Uh, blessed are those who, are, who, are, who mourn. Uh, blessed are those who are poor in spirit. That, that's the opposite of how we think. But Jesus is trying to drive home once again that if you're going to be his follower, if you're going to understand his teaching, you've got to become lowly. The first will become last and the last will become first. There's the great inversion in the kingdom of God. And we just need to look to Jesus to lead the way. So far, you'll notice a trend in a lot of our readings. Jesus is exalted. Jesus is powerful. I mean, the transfiguration just revealed who he is. You've got the two greatest characters in Old Testament history, or two of the greatest, show up uh, to somehow ratify the ministry of Christ about what he's, he's about to accomplish. They're there kind of uh, giving homage to Christ and, and saying this is part of God's plan. This is what it was all about from the beginning. The Old Testament is pointing forward to this moment in history. You've got the Father speaking from heaven, talking about his son, so he's exalted. And now he's telling this exalted son he's going to have to die and suffer. And he's saying, if you're going to follow me, the first will become last and the last will become first. And you've got to be like a little kid in status. You've got to have lowly status in the kingdom. You can't seek glory and status in the kingdom of God. That's not how it works. So these are just reminders for us as we think about discipleship. I hope you're thinking a lot about discipleship through these podcasts in the last few weeks. I hope this week we've, we've been thinking a lot about being a servant, uh, putting other people's needs before our own, and going out in the name of Jesus Christ and serving those around us. As we always do as our custom, we go back and we read the passage again. This is Mark 9, verses 33 through 37. This is the English Standard Version. And they came to Capernaum, and when he was in the house, he asked them, What were you discussing on the way? But they kept silent, for on the way they had argued with one another about who was the greatest. And he sat down and called the twelve, and he said to them, If anyone be, would be first, he must be last of all and servant of all. And he took a child and put him in the midst of them. And taking him in his arms, he said to him, 
Whoever receives one such child in my name receives me. And whoever receives me receives not me, but him who sent me. Well, I hope this reading today has just challenged you in your walk with Christ. I pray that we all look to the needs of others before our own needs, and we take on the heart of Jesus, the heart of a servant. Hope to see you again tomorrow.